0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Deanna podcast. I am so excited to be with you today and to talk about the gut. Yes, again, we're talking about uh, healthy to the core in twenty four, and today's topic is going to be on um, just overall mental health uh, and or cognitive abilities. Uh, we're going to be talking about anxiety, depression, a little bit about ADHD, and basically just you know how addressing or taking care of supporting your microbiome, which is your gut, doing the gut work, um, can have a positive impact in those areas. And you guys, one of the things that I always tell people, I just want to make sure that you know, you know, yes, I'm a physician, um, but I'm probably not your physician, you're listening to this podcast, you know, if you make any changes, whatever, always go and talk to your doc about um, any diet changes, any, you know, nutrition changes, et cetera. That's always a great idea. Include them in. Okay. So let's get on with it then. So believe it or not, 90% of the serotonin that our bodies make is actually made in the gut what is serotonin serotonin is a very powerful neurotransmitter that is responsible for feelings of happiness and joy Uh, it's also responsible for memory Uh, so when you think about serotonin i want you to think about mood okay and okay do i feel happy do i feel joyful or do i feel sad and depressed and then also, how well is my brain working? Am I remembering things? Am I thinking clearly? Because serotonin becomes a huge part of that as well. And, you know, one of the things that we have learned is I did a little bit of research looking at this whole gut brain um, connection. There is a gut brain connection uh, that goes on. And believe it or not, um, the GI tract is actually very, very sensitive. To emotion, and there are a few phrases that we commonly use. Um, you know, one of them would be gut wrenching. Okay, you've heard that used before. Gut wrenching—something just feels oh horrible inside. Gut wrenching, um, or when something happens and you feel nauseous. Uh, it's not something that you ate; it's something happening, and you have this uh, feeling of of nausea that comes over you. Or even you've experienced butterflies in your stomach or nervousness. What is that? Um, That is your GI system being very sensitive to the emotion that you are feeling. It is sensitive to anger. It is sensitive to anxiety. It is sensitive to sadness. It's also sensitive to elation. So I want you to think about that and just how you feel um, at those times when you know that you're mad about something, what's going on in your gut? Do you feel anything there? Um, when you know that you're nervous, okay, what are you feeling then? And I think that it's really helpful for us to kind of tie those things together and just to understand how our body responds um, to you know different emotions and how the gut, um, you know, because sometimes the gut, a gut instinct, you know, you hear that too, um, can tell us a lot. So, just like a troubled intestine, okay, so a troubled GI system can send messages or signals to the brain, also a troubled brain can send messages or signals to the gut and I think that's a really important thing to understand um, and that a lot of times when we are trying to heal the gut you hear me oftentimes talking about gut work doing gut work and you know eliminating all this stuff and adding in you know some good uh, you know uh, probiotics and so forth and, and fermented foods etc so when we talk about gut work one of the things that we have to consider is the role of emotion. Um, and stress uh, in 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 repairing the gut, so it's possible if you've been doing all the things, but you feel like you're not quite getting there. Maybe it is actually a stress situation that is kind of fueling that. Uh, I know I have experienced that in my life for sure, um, where where I feel like I'm doing everything that I should be doing, but I'm still having some issues. And then lo and behold, I've not addressed fully addressed the stress that is there, and that's actually the thing that's kind of holding me back. Um, so when you, when you look at this whole, you know, concept of the serotonin and how do we build that and how do we make that and, 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 you know, that's fueling the brain, it's responsible for, um, memory, it's responsible for mood and all of that. Well, there's a building block that we use to make the serotonin in the gut. And it's actually an amino acid. It's something called tryptophan. It's an essential amino acid. We get it in a variety of um, forms, a variety of foods, uh, but it's basically, you know, primarily coming from uh, protein. And it's a precursor to this serotonin, this neurotransmitter that's responsible for so much, uh, just overall sense of well-being. Okay. That's what I like to call serotonin. Uh, And you know, because serotonin is involved uh, not only in mood, but in learning, and memory, you know, it becomes really, really key and very, very important that we are addressing our body's protein needs. So you hear me talk a lot about gut work and getting that, you know, the, the probiotics in, uh, getting the good, healthy microbiome and so forth. But we've not really talked about the need for protein there and the fact that, you know, you've got to have some tryptophan going into the system as a building block to be able to make the serotonin. Um, You know, it's an essential amino amino acid. Essential just means that you have to get it in your diet. Your body can't just make it. So um, this becomes a really important factor. And when we look at not just anxiety and depression. You know, we know that anxiety and depression do respond to increased levels of serotonin, you know, that it has a calming effect, Um, you know, just elevation of mood. That's the reason in medicine we frequently use something called an SSRI, um, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Um, What is that doing? That is a medication that is working specifically on serotonin to try to boost that level, um, you know, for a patient who is maybe experiencing depression, anxiety, some obsessive compulsive uh, disorder, whatever. So that's how linked in it is. All right. Um, That's a big, big part of it. And then when you look at, ADHD which which is you know basically a the inability to focus the inability to stay on task um you know that that whole you know the squirreling basically going from thing to thing and and not really ever feeling like you're getting anything done um, that becomes a part of it as well and that actually has a lot to do with um, dopamine which is another neurotransmitter we might talk about that one down the road maybe that'll be a February topic um, dopamine and all the wonders of dopamine uh, but basically, serotonin and dopamine do, in fact, work together. And um, a lot of times, if if you know you look at correcting, making a difference there, you'll see an improvement. Um, oftentimes, I end up working with uh, kids who are struggling with ADD, um, or you know, maybe even just some. Um, behavioral, you know, uh, uh, disruption, okay, Um, you know, uh, where they just are really having trouble being in the classroom, you know, outbursts, things like that, and just the inability to be calm, etc. And one of the things that that I've come to realize is that, first of all, you have to address the gut issue, okay, got to get their gut healthy so that they're making these healthy neurotransmitters and that basically then their brains are working the way that they should be. Uh, But also eliminating, you know, a lot of those chemicals, a lot of the, um, you know, the processed foods, a lot of those things, and then making sure that we're getting those what I call cofactors in to their system so that their body, these systems can can run, uh, you know, properly. Uh, So if you are experiencing any of those issues, you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to be clinically diagnosed with this. You know, we all have anxiety from time to time, situational anxiety. Uh, We all have had, you know, I'm sure roller coaster, you know, lows, ups and downs could be situational. Uh, For a lot of women, they may experience more anxiety, uh, more depression right before their menstrual cycle. You know, three days before they feel like I don't, you know, I have a personality change or whatever. Things get a little, a little wacky then. That usually has to do with hormones and the hormone effect on those neurotransmitters specifically. So again, if you are experiencing any of those issues, whether it's anxiety, depression, um, you know, ADD, obsessive compulsive disorder, all of that, yes, absolutely, talk to your doctor, work with your doctor, Uh, but also know that cleaning up your diet, cleaning up your diet never hurt anyone, okay? That's always a good place to start. It's a great place or a great add-on or whatever. And, and you know, most docs are going to say, yeah, I think it's a great idea for you to eat healthy food and to eliminate fast food and to, you know, just do all the things. So, um, but part of that becomes addressing the microbiome, uh, because we know that there's this huge gut-brain connection, and it's not just mental health with anxiety, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, uh, and ADHD, but it's also focus, it's cognitive abilities, it's you know just being able to to help a person, you know, increase their IQ by a few points or whatever. You know, we've seen that with high school students who are taking, you know, college admission testing and, and so forth. Uh, you know, if, if you help them get nutritionally sound and correct nutritional deficiencies that their body might, may be having, um, there's testing that you can do for that, etc., and correcting the gut uh, so that they're absorbing things, they're absorbing those nutrients and they're getting everything out of the food that they're putting in, you can see an improvement in IQ. You can see scores increase. Um, it is absolutely incredible to see the value of good solid nutrition. And part of good solid nutrition is also, um, you know, good uh, you know, probiotics, fermented foods, um, you know, getting everything that you need for your gut so that your body can function at optimal levels. So I'm excited about Healthy to the Core in 24 uh, and just the fact that there are there are small changes that we can make, little things that we can do, uh, and maybe for you it's just eliminating, you know, one bad habit that you have that you know is, is derailing your health, okay? So maybe it's you know, one thing that you consume regularly that you know is horrible for you and that is having a negative impact on your gut, on your mental health, whatever, get rid of that one bad thing, okay? Start there, making one change, okay? So it's small changes, sustainable changes that can absolutely give us a very, very healthy and sustainable lifestyle. That's what we're after. Uh, It doesn't have to be all or none. Okay. It doesn't have to be hard. Uh, we can start in, in, may, by making one change and then moving on from there. So I just want to encourage you to clean up your diet, eat a whole food, nutrient-dense, clean diet, and focus on gut health. Uh, and you might just find that not only do you lose weight with that, okay, when you're making that change, but that you also have just a complete transformation in your health uh, from a physical standpoint, but also from a mental and cognitive standpoint. So uh, I hope that you'll join us next week. Next week, we're going to go a little bit further. We're going to talk about this healthy to the core in 24. To me, the core is the gut. That is where it starts. That is, you know, if I could get Component of you healthy, it would be your gut because I think it, it plays into everything. And so, starting there. But next week, we're going to talk about the immune system, which is also primarily located in the gut. And we'll go into some of the trends that I've seen in medicine with autoimmunity, uh, allergies, um, a little bit of immunology, some things like that, and just how how we can really have a positive impact on all of those things as well. Uh, that part of our health, you know, avoiding colds, flus, things like that, just by what we're eating and how we're we're taking care of our microbiome. So thanks so much for joining me. And uh, I hope you'll join in next week as well. So thanks a lot and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeanAosbourne.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Osborne. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.